Hello, everyone. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another edition of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. I got my man Daniel D. Williams in the building. We got Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. Fellas, first off, Merry Christmas or belated Christmas. How do you tell somebody Merry Christmas after Christmas? You say belated Christmas happy because you know you say happy belated birthday. Uh Merry Belated Christmas. You say happy uh, new year. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa. Uh I don't know if y'all, you know what I'm saying, happy Hanukkah to any anyone out there, our, our uh, Jewish brethren. celebrating. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is it, Shalom? I don't, know. Um, don't give me the line. Yeah, let me not. I was about to, never mind. Yeah. I want to get canceled. Uh, Brunfield, uh, I mean, all right, Kanye. Uh, Brunfield said, uh, <laughs> quiet on the set, let's go. Uh, uh, Xavier Canefield says, uh, who ain't swack? Um, <laughs> No mind. We gonna get the. We got. We got some new. We got. We got. We may have a new who ain't sweat, but uh, got the remix to the remix, and then our good friend Chuck checking My in boy. from Monroe. Keep us straight on the facts. What's good, Chuck? Chuck, we got some stories for you. I know you gonna. You you got all the details. So that yeah, man probably know more than we do about that. Hey, he gonna have to uh, he chime in and. Uh, <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill out. We finna get there. We gonna get there. Uh, first off, fellas, fellas, fellas. Um, uh, I'm going. Let, let me do this. This was not at the top of the notes, but I feel like I'm. I've been trying to close out the celebration bowl for I don't know how, how long. Please, but Can but let's on. go ahead and do this. Uh, <laughs> two numbers came out. Two point four two million watched the celebration bowl on ABC. Um, this was the the uh most watched celebration bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think yeah, Alcorn and uh, a couple of years ago, I think it came in at, at number two, though. Okay, still high. Yeah, 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 still high, yeah, yeah, still high. Uh, yeah. for this year, it did uh outrank the uh Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl between Washington State and Fresno State. It didn't, 
I'm wrong? I mean, no, I'm just saying. No, I, don't, no, no, no. I don't know who watched it. Yeah, I don't sure. know who oh, yeah. watched it. Oh, okay. And the... I would laugh. I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing at this. And the uh, Fresno State... Uh, I'm sorry. And the uh, New Mexico Bowl between BYU and SMU. So, uh, but I'm laughing because I, my wife do that. I'll say something and she'll shake her head. I'm like, I'm wrong. I did. I said something wrong. <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, I watched both of them bowl games, so I can't yeah. talk about nobody. But yeah, them them wasn't games that you know people were staying up for. You know, must see TV. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but I did want to get that. You know, so like I said, celebration bowl kind of season over with. But big news came out. Um, uh, we ain't got no breaking news button or nothing like that. Uh, what we got? We got the at home. Ooh, I like that. The Thune Cookman. It was I, 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 I bet I know, can't blame I know, me to take. I know. I But Thune Cookman uh came off the hire freeze and made a big time splash hire. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, safety, uh, Super Bowl champion, Ed Reen. Louisiana native. Louisiana native, uh, uh, New Orleans native, has been named uh, the next head coach of Bethune-Cookman. Uh, congratulations to him. Congratulations to Bethune-Cookman on, on, on a great hire. Uh, yep. First impressions. First impressions on the hire. Not, it's, it's, it's a home run. It's a home run. I think what you get out of Ed Reed is what you didn't get out of Deion Sanders. And that's somebody who's going to probably be a little bit more X and O's um, and who's uh, not going to be as loud and who's probably not going to start his introduction as controversial as Deion's has been. So just my opinion. I love the hire. I love it. I mean, I love the hire. I think Ed has been trying to get in the culture for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you got a guy who knows the South Florida area, you know, mm-hmm. being on the Miami staff for the past few years. I, I told you I was going to be wrong somewhere. Destrahan, Louisiana. My bad, Chuck. Yeah. My bad. Same but, thing. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> I mean, he knows that area. He's been on Miami staff for the past three years. It's like an advisory to the coach. So he knows what it takes as far as recruiting, game planning, and all that as far as, you know, running the program. So I think he'll be able to handle all that. And I think he's going to take a different approach. I think he's not going to try to be the headline. He's not going to try to be the one that everybody wants to see, to come see. I think he's going to be about ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I think that's, you know, that's what Bethune needs. You know, they they haven't had the best times, you know, in the past few years since they came over to the SWAC. So I think that he's going to kind of help revitalize that program, shake them up a little bit, and, and get them back where they need to be. Yeah, I think, um, too, I mean, I'll let you go, Pooh, and I'll say whatever I got to say. Yeah, uh, big big time hire. Um, I, I think he he has the same um, spirit of he can, he can uh, draw the attention without necessarily being as uh, braggadocious, which, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, listen. I'm not saying that that in a negative way. I'm not saying that was what was wrong with Dion. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but yeah. you know, what I'm saying it that kind it, it's it, the brash is rough. Some people in the wrong way, right? Um, 
I think I do think um I, I I only thing I disagree with you on Daniel, I don't I'm not so big, I don't think that uh Dion is not so X's and O's X's and O's. I'm not not so bad X's and O's or whatever. I just don't think that we see it because we when the camera's on, he's in showmanship form. Sure. And so we don't necessarily see X and O Dion. I think we will see X and O Ed Reed because when the camera's on him, it's gonna be X and O Ed Reed versus you know what I'm saying, put on the show. So, I think I mean, right, but I, I just from a football standpoint, I yeah, think Ed right. Reed was probably one of the most high Q, high IQ football players that's probably definitely. ever played the game. Peyton Manning definitely agree with you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he literally <laughs> he literally ran the wrong scheme on purpose just so to he get could, in the, yeah. yeah, to get an interception by uh yeah, by Peyton Manning is crazy, but in in that, I mean, for me it's I think what he can also bring I heard somebody, uh, some people were talking about, you know, what if he brings um, Ray Lewis on staff? You know what I'm saying? What if he brings Antonio Camardi on staff? I think, I mean, that's, I don't think that'd be a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing it out there. If it happens, what could be wrong with, with having Ray Lewis coach your linebackers? I mean, come on. I ain't getting into that. I'm going to just say this. Um, I think there has to be a conversation had about whether or not more qualified coaches were passed up for him to get the job. Mm. Because I'm not necessarily saying, don't even do all that, because I'm not saying I agree to that. I'm just saying that that's a conversation being had when you consider that all he has no his chill. title, all he has <laughs> under his that's title right. as a coach is a special advisor to the head coach of Miami and an assistant DB coach with the Buffalo Bills. If people were saying Dion wasn't qualified because all he had was high school coaching experience, what makes this any different? That's all I'm yes, saying. That's true. I'm not saying I'm not saying I subscribe to that. I think he's qualified, you know, based off hearing him talk and hearing him speak about coaching and all that kind of stuff. I just I'm just saying it would be we wouldn't be doing a fair justice to the conversation if we didn't mention that. I, I from from my point of view, whenever it comes to that, if he surrounds himself with people who have experience if you if he comes in and he makes ray lewis his defensive coordinator i will agree with you there but if he comes in hire somebody with experience that has a proven track record of producing a top-notch defense a top-notch offense i think he'll be fine we know that ed reed is a great leader we've seen it i mean he he's he's one of the best ravens to ever play the game i mean he best was a leader safeties. yeah best safeties but i mean not only that he was the leader of that Baltimore Ravens defense. I mean, that's a lot different than being a head coach, though, bro. Right. I get it, but it's going to be a lot easier for kids to respect him and listen to what he has to say because of his pedigree. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. And, I, I, and you, you bring an interesting question because one thing I was thinking about uh, on my long journey yesterday while I was on the road uh, – I was thinking about this. We we tend to we've been bringing in a lot of coaches, or, or I say we, HBCUs have been bringing in a lot of coaches to uh, NFL experience and stuff to to coach and, and to to bring the this fanfare and, and the attention and stuff to HBCUs. I haven't seen much. You don't see that in in the PWI world. You see everybody like, well, hey, let's go get let's go get Peyton Manning. Uh, the, the, Trent the, Dilfer? 
Trent Dilfer at UAB, but Trent Dilfer was also, you know, saying working, you know, saying working yeah. his way up and coaching and stuff. I think, you know, saying it's, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm just saying it's not like, oh man, you know what would be a great hire for uh for for Tennessee? Oh, I'm so you know what would be a great hire for Michigan? Bring Tom Brady back in that thing. Tom Brady's who they need. I mean, Michigan got, ain't got it. That, that's true. That's true. But I will, I'll say this though, like. We got to keep in mind. Last week we heard Zach say that they done, you know, offered the job to what ten people, 10 people. and then yeah. so I mean, like for the people who saying uh, he's not qualified and they should have gate went with a more qualified person, how you know they didn't try to? You know what I mean? Like how you know that the ten people they offered the job to wasn't coordinators from other, you know, HBCU schools or D two head coach, whatever the case may be, who just didn't want that job. No different than Valley in some of these other situations. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like the whole what's their qualifications thing, I I understand it to a certain extent, but I don't think that should be the end all be all whenever you're discussing somebody being hired. I think I I don't go ahead. Good. No, I was just gonna say I I don't I really don't think it's not like we're saying you're hiring somebody who won a Madden tournament and because they're good at Madden, that's why you hired you are (laughs) hiring some no, no, and I get what you're saying. But at the same time, but at the same time, I was just finna get to that uh Chuck. But at the same time, it's like we can't sit our one side of our mouth saying we need coaching trees and we mm-hmm. need, you know what I'm saying, HBCU coaches to have and develop coaching pipelines. And then every time an opening comes up, we give it to the NFL player who wanna come coach. You know what I'm saying? Like it's talking out of both sides of our mouth. So at some point we do gotta establish pipelines and you do gotta establish coaching trees, but if they offer the job to 10 people and 10 people turned it down, then, you know what I mean, you can't have a problem with them offering the job to Ed Reed. But like my boy Chuck said, there was a former NFL Hall of Famer who coached at Bethune who has a coaching tree, and that's Larry Little. Okay. All right. I mean, my, my, my thing is to uh, – So I'm saying it can, it can be done. I'm, all I'm saying is, you know, like we can't, we can't sit up here and say every time – a Ray Lewis or uh Ed Reed or Chad Ochocinco, whoever wants to coach that they should get the job and then sit up there and say in a different conversation that we need pipelines and we need coaching trees. Cause hiring the NFL player who wants the job every time is what's gonna kill coaching trees. Okay, that's fine, but it also gives those guys an opportunity to start their own coaching trees as well. What if they come in and they do a good job? So far, the example you have, Prime Prime came in. Did a pretty good job. So he's on his tree. Hopefully, he has coaches that'll be under his tree. We won't know that until a couple of years. TC is under his coaching tree. No, is TC he not? was already established before him, my brother. Yeah, he, he came North okay. Carolina Central. And TC had TC was uh offensive coordinator for three. Okay, so this, this is teams. So that's this what is I'm my saying. thing. Why complain hey. though? Wow, like it's what's, I don't, what's I don't think it's a complaint. It's a conversation that needs to be had. The man just got a a, a, a job, an opportunity. Hey, I, I, I got, I got excellent, one for you. He's an excellent. For every Dion, they'll bring up Eddie George. Now go. Or Hugh Jackson. I mean, I understand it's only one season, but you know what I mean? Like Jackson was also an NFL head coach, too. Like, that's not even a comparison. That's a good point. That's a fair point. My, I mean, my Eddie, thing. Eddie George, I can stick with that one. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But my thing is, we don't know that Ed Reed's going to come in and, and, and do a Who terrible said job. That? Nobody said that. 
I'm just saying, you're saying like, why, why should NFL guys? I mean, honestly, let's say, let, but, but hold on. But hold on, but hold on. Okay, hold on. So let's say that these guys do want to coach for a major FBS team, right? And the swag, HBCUs, they're giving them an opportunity to come in, prove yourself, and then promote up. Nine out of 10, they're going to give Ed Reed a job if he performs at Bethune Cookman a higher percentage than some unknown coach. That's just what it is. Okay, but what does that have to do with establishing HBCU coaching pipelines? That is an HBCU coaching pipeline. How? What are you saying? Because he's getting his start at an HBCU. Okay, uh, but you know, 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 you Perfect example, Mike Leach. If you look at Mike Leach, you can see all the coaches that coached under him or with him that he influenced or 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 brought out. You know, what I'm saying and now you can look in the NFL and college football and say, "Oh, this is a Mike Leach, bro." You know, what I'm saying this, this is a Mike. You know, what I'm saying Mike Leach project. Or um, so does he have to stay in the HBCU to do that? No. Okay, if he goes, if he leaves, and he takes his coaches with him, who's coming back? On, that he, he coached with to take his job. So you it, think every coach is going to go and be under him forever? That's not. Oh, the, did any, that's not did any of the coaches that Prime brought with him to Jackson State stay at Jackson State? Honestly, I don't know. Or all of the all of the ones who have been in HBCUs probably for the majority of their life stay at Jackson State. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if he. I'm pretty sure he brought some with him, and I'm pretty sure some stayed. I think everybody he's sure with him was, one, was the NFL. The one, or, he had or, one guy that was an HBCU lifer that pretty much went with him. The rest of the ones were people that he brought to Jackson State from outside, like from prime prep or from the NFL or whatever the case may be. So you're saying that you're 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 saying that they should bring in more HBCU coaches on their staff. That's not what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's basically it's basically I'm just confused what, like what's the problem what we're saying Daniel is you have to develop more coaches under you and so when and it's the it's not a timely thing or it's not a a um you got to be a lifer thing it's like in those three years Dion was at at Jackson State if um your defensive coordinator then gets hired on at a different school, that's your that's a off his a branch off his tree that exactly. you can look at. If you have it, not just saying I got a coach that coached with me who's going to follow me. That's not developing. Yeah, it's not a exactly. Tree. That's not that's not making a tree. That's just bringing that's just bringing people with you. What that's I'm just saying taking is, your yeah. Like, like look at Sam Washington. He had Trey Oliver. He had um um what's the other the other man name? I can't even think of his um, but he had other guys. The, the coach who was at NC, um, North Carolina A&T, um, he had him under him, Sam Washington, um, I can, Broadway. That's thank you. Okay. I can't think of his name. But he had them. They were assistants and coordinators under him who then went and got head coaching jobs at other HBCUs. He established an HBCU coaching tree. His coaches that he brought up and he helped develop as coaches went on to coach coach other HBCUs. That's developing an HBCU pipeline. Not, oh, I got these good coaches. I'm finna take them with me whenever I go P5. That's not developing nothing. All you're developing is your staff. 
You're not helping HBCUs in the long run by that. Or 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 say or if we if we want to take it, Nick Saban and the coaches that coach under him. Yeah, if you look at you the, those guys. Yeah, or Bill Belichick in the NFL, or or uh, <laughs> what's the guy that was at uh, San Francisco, Bill Walsh. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. Agree with I mean, so are you saying that they have to start with him? Because if you're saying that they have, okay, well, TC is under his coaching tree. TC was about to get a head coaching job before Deion Sanders came in the picture. That's that's what. So what, that, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. That's, you're not. That's not a a. Okay, let's just move on because he ain't gonna get it. No, because it doesn't make any sense. If TC was about to be a head coach before Deion came in the picture, how can you credit Deion with him becoming a head coach? It's the same thing that you can use for every other coach. It's the no, same. No, that's just like, okay. I give you okay, Dan, Dan. In the business world, if you start a business, I intern with you. I learn under you and grow under you, and then split off and start my own branch. That's something I I, I learned under you. Versus versus, if you start a business, you hire me for some other business. I work for you for a year, and I leave and go. I'm not under your tree. I may have worked with you, and we have a tie, but I'm not under your tree. Exactly. You, you get what I'm saying? By other coaches, man. I would, uh, yeah, yeah, but nah, I, I get what y'all saying, but at the same, I'm. My my thing is my 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 thing is even if you're under me for a year, I still can have a major impact in you your can. life and you your can. career yeah. over the years. But you're not a part of my tree. Yeah, it doesn't work like that, dog. Or, or I, cause y'all know I like 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 my boy uh, G say, you know I like analogies. You know I like analogies. Um, for instance, if I um, if you have a child, right, mm-hmm. with with a lady, that's your branch off your tree. If you marry somebody else and they have a child already, your stepchild, you influence that person in life. But they're not necessarily a quote unquote branch off your tree. You get one that get that. You know what I'm saying? Why you ain't bring me one? I get it. I understand. <laughs> we can move on. Either way, I'm excited about Harry. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying, like, we can't be hypocritical in the, when we have these discussions, bro. Yeah. I don't understand what, where's the hypocrisy coming from. Uh, if you don't understand after that twenty minute conversation, oh. I just don't. <laughs> it's an opportunity for for another brother to to the prove base, himself. Base, basically, it's not that's not the basically what we're saying. Saying Daniel is, um, it's great that he he's gotten his opportunity, uh, but we don't want it. And it's great for on both sides, but you don't want to just start the trend of. Um, a job opening pops up, and the first thing you do is look at an NFL player versus saying, yeah. "Hey, let's look at somebody who's already, you know, saying been grown and developed under a different right. coach." That's all he was saying. He, but in, in fairness, he said it, it's been reported that ten other coaches. Ten. Were I'm not saying yeah. this situation. I'm not, not this saying situation. this situation. Yeah. I'm just right. saying we need to have a conversation about always hiring the NFL guy. That's all I was saying. This situation is not the same because, like we said, oh, a lot sure. of people turned it down. Chuck, Chuck with one. Oh, Are you talking about like P. Diddy learning under Andre Harrell and Uptown Records, which P. Diddy went on to start Bad Boy? Is that a good example? That's a great example. Yeah, I like that example. So, but uh, but I let me be honest with you. I think that is an irrelevant comment uh, topic because they had ten 
I understand it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think that. I don't think that's happening at all. Read situation. I know, but I'm just. I don't think that's happening. Because I saw people. I saw people who said Valley need to call Ray Lewis. Then you know what I mean. Like that's because ain't nobody want the Valley job. That's not true at all. Valley hired somebody today. Okay. So shout out to uh. How long did it take them to hire somebody? How long did Bethune take to hire somebody? All right. Yeah. So uh, Renoir said, uh, well, shout out to Down South Football, our, our brothers over there. He said, it's all over the HBCU world. He said, that's the argument. Uh, it's all over. People in space feel the strongly about, about both. So, so yeah. But uh, the excitement with Ed Reed is uh, is being felt instantly. Uh, mm -hmm. DB Jaden Hodge withdrew his name from the portal. Uh, Rick Ross starts oh. showing some love. So, yeah. Definitely, you definitely. Had, you even had uh, Uncle Luke and uh, Space is giving him some love. For sure. That's good. Man. Hey, y'all think uh, Rick Ross going to sponsor uh, Bethune? Wingstop? Wingstop coming, uh, you know, NIL? Uh, maybe they can get the big boys like they, uh, Hooters did for LSU linemen. Hey, we, hey, well, you know, Hooters is, is not going to be Hooters anymore. It's going to be BBL. Yeah, they're changing the name. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh Mississippi Valley State. Um, close is reported. First of all, shout out to our guys over at Swacking the Food because this is the first place I saw it. Uh, said they were close to a deal with Kendrick Wade. I don't know if that's been finalized yet. Uh, but he Kendrick Wade's looking to become the, the new head coach at Mississippi Valley. So, shout out to them. Uh, coach to him, yeah, yeah, he coached there before, played uh. And he, uh, he played at uh, Kahoma Community College and was like the MVP of their league or whatever when he played there. So at Kahoma, so uh, he got some coaching experience in at Valley and he played at Valley. So I think we say this all the time when we talk about these, you know, UAPB Grambling, you know, type of schools. You need somebody who know what they're getting themselves into. You know yeah. what I mean? And being being an intervener, I think he knows what you know. He knows what's ahead of him. I wish him the best of luck because that's got to be the hardest job in, in HBCU football, He's, in my opinion. Well, I ain't going to say the hardest in HBCU football, but the hardest in the swag for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of Kahoma, uh, uh, Choma, Oklahoma Community Kahoma. College. Kahoma Community College. Uh, Terrence Metcalf. Metcalf. That name sound mm -hmm. familiar? Yeah. The father of DK. Is now the head coach of Kahoma Community College. So, if I'm not mistaken, that's the only HBCU community college in Mississippi. Mm. So, fact check me. But if I'm not mistaken, that's the only HBCU in there. Bro, they got so many colleges in Mississippi. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah they got a bunch of junior colleges in Mississippi. Yes, they yeah. do. Ridiculous. But yeah, congratulations to them. Uh, staying in Mississippi, Jackson State. Uh, we talked about them and all the people who went into the portal. Um, I guess uh, they started seeing how the, the program was going in the direction. They've changed their mind. A lot of people have either returned from the portal or a lot of people that were in the portal say, you know, Jackson State might make a great home. Uh, shout out to uh, our guy coming from Delaware State, a size uh, guy, and I'm blanking on his last name, just that Guthrie. Yeah, the defensive you know, back. Yeah, defensive mm -hmm. back out of of uh, of, of, of uh, Delaware State. If I'm not mistaken, he was like all me at. Yep. So 
Yeah, congratulations to him. He chose a home at Jackson State. Uh, Jackson State also beat out Graham for QB PJ Hatter. That kid looked like a legit player, too. Yeah, so it's good. Um, I know we passed it. I'm sorry. I, I did have a question. I, my mind blank. I got distracted because Dylan ain't bring me a uh, Jolly Rancher uh, uh, candy cane, too. But did uh, I was going to ask. But I, I guess I can kind of ask it from uh from uh valid too. Did Bethune and also um Mississippi Valley State, did they put the new head coaches behind the eight ball like big time? Mm-hmm. Or is it kind of is the early does the early sign today mostly mostly affect uh your power five G five schools? I ain't gonna say it mostly affect um yeah, they put them behind because you got like some of the transfer guys and some of the JUCO guys. You are gonna miss out on the top flight of them, you know. Uh, you gonna you gonna get some high school guys and some other transfer guys who still gonna be out there. But most of the top targets, this is when they want to sign, yeah. especially the JUCO guys. Whoa, uh, whoa! I uh stopped watching this game. I know that we saw HBC wow. To my LSU versus Arkansas. No, Kansas and Arkansas football. Yeah. Kansas came back and tied it up. They're in oh, wow. double overtime. Dang. Whoa. Uh, I know he ain't watching, but Chris, I told you, uh, Kansas is uh pretty good this year. <laughs> but look, I, I'll say it like this: I don't think that they put them behind the eight ball, honestly, because a lot of those schools, uh, for the most part, are a lot of them schools are not signing early uh, enrollees anyway. Uh, just being honest, I think Jackson State right now is the only one who really has double digit signees. Is that am I not correct in that? I don't know if you're right about that one, bro. Okay, and, and I could be. I mean, it says Jackson State they have 14 uh, early signing enrollees, which right now, at least about, as far as early enrollees, yeah, that might be the case as far yeah. as the high school, but I mean, it ain't necessarily about early enrollees. You missing out on guys who could have signed with you. Yeah, transfer because people have already signed and people have already JUCO guys have already signed. You didn't hire a coach until after signing day. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's a disadvantage with the transfer portal and everything. Honestly, just I missed I out on half the transfer portal, though, bro. Yeah, but you still got a lot of high school kids that you can still sign. Yeah, but we're talking about programs who just lost a lot of guys in the transfer portal. You don't need high school guys. You need guys that can play immediately, and you just lost half of the guys that you could have chose from. With that being said. Especially Mississippi Valley, because you're allowing a lot of the JUCOs from Mississippi. I think you can – go ahead. No, I was just going to say, with that, to to Ann's point, um, the SWAC currently leads FCS in transfer portal as far as uh, guys entering the transfer portal. number of players in the portal, yeah. So – that was – I mean, still looking, there's a ton of guys still in the transfer board, guys. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but they got a two-week – I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think – They just – like, they don't even have a staff. They have a head coach, but they don't have a staff. They got You got to get them time to get a staff and on top of recruiting all the people in the portal. And it's about to be a dead period also. Like, there's a lot of stuff that comes into effect. Right. But at the same time, can you even blame the schools when nobody wanted to take the jobs? They didn't have a choice. So I don't think the schools put them behind the eight ball. I mean, that's just well, luck but of the But Thune wasn't a hiring freeze. So, you know, that, that does play a part in it. I think that was the worst time to have a hiring freeze. Um, and then Valley, I'm not going to really fault them too much because, you know, Dancy left to join Dion's staff. So 
they was kind of coaching. Yeah. You know, yeah, they was kind of blindsided <laughs> no, by that. Too, there's so. not no boy. I'm like, joking. <laughs> so, um, but but speaking of of filling out your staff, uh, Jackson State just pulled a coup. Uh, hiring Alcorn's D line coach as their DC, pulling him from so from pulling from the rival. So, yeah, I'm just saying, a good one, too. They uh, not, I should say, dancing Lord. Um, TC, he doing his thing, he doing some things over at uh, over in uh, in Jackson. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting, very interesting. So, um I know we talked about recruiting last week. Um, a lot of guys didn't really announce, especially in the in the HBCU side, until like Friday. Um, y'all hear that static, or is it just me? It might no, just I hear it. Okay. I hear it. Okay. Um, a lot of guys didn't announce until like this week. Uh, we 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 mentioned um, like size Guthrie. Uh, there are a lot of guys who chose new homes and stuff uh which is kind of what led me to the the behind the eight ball question because a lot of guys chose new homes uh this week after the major wednesday signing day mm-hmm. i think that's kind of their way of kind of trying to get a little attention on themselves in a way you know kind of let all the p5 guys have wednesday you know what i mean and then plus the way the holiday fell it was like perfect timing because you know, nobody was working. Everybody was, you know what I mean? It kind of was a perfect, mm-hmm. perfect storm for them to kind of capitalize on that opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, FCS All-Americans, the AFCA FCS All-Americans. Uh, we talked last week about a few uh, guys that were on All-American list. Um Isaiah Land and North Carolina Central's uh, Khalil Baker were first team AFCA FCS All Americans, and FAMU's Xavier Smith and Jackson State's Aubrey Miller were named to the second team of the same uh, All American list. Um, also, Isaiah Land and Aubrey Miller will be playing in the Senior Bowl. I know re- uh, earlier on, Aubrey Miller was going to be in the Senior Bowl. Isaiah Land initially chose to go to Vegas to that bowl. Um, I'm guessing change of mind. Yeah, I just saw the announcement last week sometime or late this weekend sometime. So I'm not sure where that came from or what made him change his mind, but I think that's good exposure for him. I think it's a be- I, I honestly think it's a better um I it's I may be a little I know people going you buy you from Mobile, but I, I honestly they truly do say the, the, the draft starts in Mobile. Mm-hmm. Like I mean yeah. senior bowl. And we've seen guys get picked up. Uh, Tyron Matthew didn't play a year, went to the senior bowl and literally stalked those coaches and talked to everybody on the field um, to help get his name out and, and, and plead his case. Right. And, I mean, I like Isaiah Lynn. 6'4", 225. I mean, he can play sideline to sideline. I think it would be a great opportunity for him to showcase his talent, um, you know, at the senior bowl. So, yeah, kudos to that lady. 
Shout out to our guy, me at Mike. I said, what's up, fellas? Uh, Julian Romero, our good friend, says, uh, I think they are going to look in the uh, – he also said, uh, shout out, he's a Miami fan, uh, says uh, he's happy – let me go back to that one. Happy for Ed Reed on getting the head coaching job. Excited for him to take the program to the next level. But uh, he was talking about, he said, um, I think they're going to look into the JUCO route, and then the next class uh, they would get the guys who they – who they want, I think Ed can get some uh, guys because of his name alone. For sure. I agree. Especially in South Florida. Yeah. So. Yeah, the only problem with that is, like, it's only, like, one of the top 30 JUCO guys who hadn't signed yet. Yeah. So, to your point, you know, behind the A-ball a little bit. Yeah. I get it. Um, All right, fellas, we got a little ugliness um, we, we we can touch on. Um, South Carolina, former South Carolina uh, State women's basketball coach, uh, Audrey Smith, uh, won her lawsuit against the school. Uh, basically, it was a uh, wrongful termination lawsuit. Uh, the school said that basically she mishandled uh, uh, the budget or the amount of scholarship she was allotted and also uh, failed to follow COVID game day protocols. Um the, the COVID situation was basically, um, it was senior day. There were some parents seen on the court. Um, but her her and her argument uh, for that, and also with the uh, scholarship was she doesn't handle the budget for the scholarships because um, that's not, that wouldn't per her, her job description. And also uh, for the, the COVID protocol, she, she was not over, the programming or how things are supposed to be handled as far as parents being on the floor uh, for senior day. So um, she did win. It was like a $250,000 settlement or, 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 or winning for that. Um, so I, I don't, I, I don't know if you say kudos to that or, or how do you, you know, I'm just, just glad say, it's resolved in that yeah, situation. Yeah. So they can move on. Um, I don't know what her next steps is will be, uh, but I do know that I think I was reading, she had like 30 years coaching experience and she had been at South Carolina state for maybe 14. Wow. Press yeah. for everybody involved. Yeah. 25 years experience and 14 as the coach. Uh, as a okay, 14 years experience coaching basketball at college level, 14 years as the uh, as a head coach. Uh, that was prior to her coming to uh, South Carolina State, so that necessarily means she was there yeah. in South Carolina State that long, but yeah, yeah. But uh, now this story here, whoo, uh, this story is some straight out of uh, a Manti Teo playbook. Uh, <laughs> It sound and and, and you, you almost have to laugh to to keep from like just you know, tell you. Wow. yeah, um, like this is like a Tyler Perry play or some something like that, um, but cop so, state man, light skin uh, dude involved with braids, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coppin State, so uh, former Coppin Coppin State uh basketball player uh is currently in a lawsuit against has a lawsuit against the school um this has been all over social media uh i i, I originally saw this on uh i want to say on twitter uh mm-hmm. then, then there's this uh attorney kind of like a, a hip-hop attorney um that broke it down on tiktok and kind of put it out there and then i started reading up on it uh but former uh coppin state basketball player ibn Williams um, 
initially the story began, he started talking to a woman through social media. Uh, they started sending explicit texts back and forth to each other, started exchanging nudes. Um, and then um, she kind of started blackmailing him, uh, saying that, hey, you got to start, yeah, you know what I'm saying, sending me more. Uh, <laughs> send That's me more or, or I'm going to expose you and stuff and I think there's probably like a morality clause in the yeah. scholarship that, that you know St. Carl's it. and uh, I'm not laughing at this I'm laughing at me at Mike yeah me at yeah. uh, I don't know me at Mike I ain't never seen me at Mike and uh, Zaya came feel in the same room they might be <laughs> the same person tonight somebody tweets yeah <laughs> Sure. But 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 the story gets wilder because uh former back for one of his former teammates who was who was also turned coach, uh Lucian Brownlee uh came to him and they started talking, and Lucian said that he had also been talking to the same woman, um, and she was kind of doing the same thing to him. Uh the woman then told them uh that they need to perform a, a sexual act together, videotape it, send it to him, and uh, or she was going to out them or, or expose and send the, vi the video or the pictures and stuff, all the pictures. Uh, so they complied. Um, well, they actually did it. Yeah. It says IBM Williams basically said he did it because he, he didn't want to lose his scholarship. He was scared. Um, the woman continued to do it and continued to ask for more videos and more pictures and stuff like that. Got to a point where, where Mr. Williams just said, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm not doing it anymore. Uh, the woman outed them or, or outed the videos and stuff. And uh, he went to the coach, told the coach kind of everything was going on. Um, they still took his scholarship and everything else. Here's the flip side and the crazy part of the, the, the story. You're, you're a mutant. They made him practice the day after he went to, to the coach. The coach was like, yeah, I understand out of here, but we'll see you practice tomorrow pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the coach's former um, standout player at from Maryland. Uh, Juan Dixon. Juan Dixon. He married to like a desperate housewife or something like that, Hollywood housewife. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but here's here's the crazy part, the flip side to the story. I don't watch that. I don't know that. Well, you don't uh, watch TV. I don't think you watch the sports. <laughs> I wouldn't watch Desperate Housewives anyway, or whatever you just said. Uh, the woman turned out to actually be Lucian Brownlee, the, the, the assistant, assistant coach, coach who came to him and told him that the woman had blackmailed him. Um, Sheesh. They, they, they again took his scholarship. He's fighting, uh, trying to get you know, saying win and loss, who get a scholarship back and all this. Or, what happened to the get coach? A scholarship back? What uh, the, to the, coach? The, the coach was terminated. Oh, let me let me say this this is all still under litigation, so I'll, I'll say this is the alleged story. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, we need to be fair to to both parties in this, and, and make sure that we say this is our this is our accusations. Yeah. Okay, so let's say this is not accusation. Let's say the coach did do this. All right, just hypothetical. Hypothetical. Talk about all that, <clears throat> man. Hypothetical. I'm going hypothetical. You can blame me. Oh, we all. Ah, they should have just. They should have just. You gonna have to take my scholarship. You gonna have to just take it. I am not. I'm sorry, dog. I I, I, I get what I'm you're saying. I'm refraining from this conversation. I, I get what you're saying. Right. I get what you're saying. Um, 
but you never know what people have come from, what they've been through for them to make some of the decisions they make. I'll say I'll say that, and I'll kind of leave it at that. I I agree. I I would not. Miss Philly. I'm not. I'm not one to where. Hey, if they take my scholarship, I'm, you know, what I'm saying, oh, I got to find a way to grind, get it back, or I'm gonna argue, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna do something. I'm a, I'm gonna take the litigation in first. But you never know the trenches this man came out of to make him say, well, this might be the, the, this might be my best option at this time. Yeah, that's true. It's been, I, I, mean, I, I get. I, I like get. You don't know. Thing. Like that's the thing, bro. Like you might have the resources and the support system to where you lose I your injury. Honestly, can let me finish, bro. Go ahead. Like you might have had the resources or whatever the way you like. Nah, if that whatever, I can I can go do something. I would have went to the army. Got to put up. Okay, cool. How you know this dude can go to the army? How I know, you know he couldn't. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know that. My but. point is exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what people, what what people are able to do, what situations. People would you? Are in. Would you? Hold on, done hold on, it? hold on. Hell no, I wouldn't have done it. Okay, yeah, hold on. It's another. I'm not. I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for that man though. Like, right. I don't know what that man's going through. That man might have, if he dropped out of school, that might have been more shame to his family than you know anything he could ever done. He could have been disowned from it. You never know what people go through. You never know what their reason is for doing what they do. So you can't speak on why nobody else did what they did. That's all I'm saying. This is a law and order <laughs> show. I, yeah, I, honestly, I, we shouldn't have gave it this much. I'm time. just, I, I, I get it. It is it's news. It's it is, <laughs> but I'm is, with you. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I was when I heard the story, I was like, this can't be serious, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, what I'm saying, and, and it's funny, who's this? Dalen Williams my uh, brother. says, I wouldn't, I wouldn't went to the army. Uh, listen, I know some people who the only reason why they went into the military. From, for some of the same reason, mm-hmm. and and people looked at them was like, I'm not finna sign up and go. When I I went into the military in the middle of the war, when I when I signed up, you and I signed up power and, to you, brother. And I and, and it wasn't listen, it wasn't. I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all, it wasn't no patriotic. Oh, I gotta defend this country. I had a child on the way. That was and I sign on bonus. I I didn't even know how much the sign on bonus was. That's Poo-Bear, hey, Pooh Bear wanted to go get a charger. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it wasn't even none of that. My, what I knew was I would have health care for my child and they, yeah. they would pay for school so I get an education. Yeah, that's that's what I knew, and that's yeah. why I took that opportunity. I had squandered other opportunities because I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? And, and I granted I had chances, you know what I'm saying? I was given chances, you know what I'm saying, coming out of high school, you know what I'm saying, to, to do better without having to go to the army. And I squandered it. And instead of me, instead of me. I'm put like this. Instead, you know, so I know my dad probably probably watching. Instead of me continually to, you know, saying to shit on them as far as like getting money for, you know, so having them sign on for for the parent plus loan and financial aid and stuff like that. I was like, hey, I got stuff up to do something for myself. That's my story. A lot of people went and went to the, you know, saying military when they, you know, what I'm saying during that time. So I can understand. I'm not saying I'm finna sit here and be like, you know, what I'm saying my assistant coach, hey, listen, you know, what I'm saying. Give me a kiss for this, you know, since for the scholarship. <laughs> but I get it. I, I I understand people make choices they don't necessarily normally make for just to survive. Now I feel you, but I ain't making that one. 
I'm just saying. I, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, no, like, dude, I, I ain't feeling it. on nothing for no scholarship. I get it. Listen, last thing I'm gonna say because I tell my kids all the time they be we, they be hungry, be like, hey, we hungry, can we get such and such to eat? Uh, and I'm like, you got you got something in there, you know, you have leftovers. I don't want that. I was like, well, you're not hungry because a hungry dog will eat. That's true. Hey, can y'all hear that on our air? Yeah, when can they hear that? Can they hear it though? I hear it. I hear it real bad. But yeah, it's like static. It's going away. It's like he coming. Go. I don't know if it's what's it called, but uh, we can move on. Yeah. We know the source. All right. All right. All right. We we can move on. All right. Hampton names Dr. Paula Jackson, uh, their interim AD. Uh, Congratulations to her uh, for taking on and something that looking forward to seeing, you know, saying how she could serve in her time. Uh, I don't know how I get this got mixed up. Yeah, they can hear that static. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bubba McDaniel. But is it McDaniel? I thought, oh, you know what? I, you know who I'm thinking about? I'm confusing with Bubba McDowell, the head coach. Bubba McDaniel, my bad. Bubba McDaniel accepts the Legacy Bowl invite. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna confuse him with the coach. The head coach is gonna be playing football again. He's got Ezra Bills back, but now nah, Bubba McDaniel uh, accepts the Leg- Legacy Bowl invite. Uh, former South Carolina State uh, DB and Los Angeles Ram rookie, uh, show that Saturday. Hey, you know that's Kevin Durant's cousin with a, a pick six. I don't know about all that. He claimed him. He said that's my kinfolk. Yeah, I don't know. But a few my cousin. I ain't never met that man. Don't know. Don't mean y'all ain't cousins. Man, that man ain't relate. <laughs> man, don't know none. Then bite who? None of that. Uh, all right. Dillard University, shout out to Dillard, DU in the New Orleans area. Uh, I forget the name of that street. I think I get all you off on the Legion Fields exit. Get the uh, they announced that 120 of their 185 student athletes have a 3.0 or better GPA. I wish we had the Cardi B very suspicious uh drop. Name Cardi B, she did say that. Oh. She okay. said very suspicious and she looked into the thing on here. Oh, I'm not saying that's a good job. I'm just saying it's very suspicious. That's all I'm saying. How is that suspicious? 120 out of 185 got a 3.0. I'm just saying. Bro, do you know? Have you ever do you know about Dillard? I know about Dillard. I know. You got to be very intelligent to get into Dillard. So how is that suspicious? I guess they're athletes, but go ahead. How is that suspicious? Because uh, you said because they athletes. Are you Are calling you, athletes dumb? I'm not calling student athletes dumb. I've been a student athlete and I know how much cheating goes on. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Bro, all right, do you That's all I'm saying. I could be if, completely wrong about speak this. You, speak for you and your school. What about what about what about Vanderbilt or Stanford? You don't, think cheating, you don't think cheating goes on at any I one of those institutions? Cheating goes on everywhere. Cheating goes on everywhere. With every student, it don't yeah. matter. 
So like, why I'm just are you saying, discrediting these students? I'm not discrediting. I'm just, just saying. It, you just suspicious. said it was suspicious. That's discrediting it. I could be wrong. Say you are. Me. You are definitely wrong. Loud and wrong. By the way, loud and wrong shirts are on sale. At <laughs> I'm just dot com. Twenty out of that's awesome, man. Congratulations to them. I can't believe you said that. Right, well, you know, hey, matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, Dr. Pugh, uh, who came on the show and talked about uh, what's called he's a DU grad, his parents are DU grads. Hey, no disrespect. And uh, uh, his parents, uh, my uncle, uh, my, my old, older, my oldest uncle on my dad's side, well, yeah, yeah, so. Can I not say? Can I be? Can I like like halfway not discredit him and still like have a question mark? No, you always wrong. But still have you a all, you all the question way mark. Wrong. That's, that's discredited him, and I oh, think your brother thank you, right. Thank you, Dalen said he. You know he a troll. Yeah, he ain't no troll. You definitely a troll. I'm you under, show you under, a troll under the bridge. <laughs> hey, hey, day. By the way, Dalen, uh, let hit us up. We want you to come on the show and do the Williams dance because your Bruh, mom was trying to show it to us, chill, and uh, your brother would not let us see it. So. He wouldn't let her do the Williams. Bro, I did not call them dumb athletes. I said it was dumb. You, did, you literally oh, did. Oh, bro, that's not I what I meant, bro. I find this suspicious that 120 <sighs> got a 3.0. Because right. I've been a student athlete and I know how much they cheat. Mm, I ain't going to do that. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, uh, Dillard uh, University. No disrespect. Those, those of you student athletes uh who want to come on the show and and, and talk with us we understand please, please, please do come uh we welcome one come one come all uh all 120 of yeah it's 180 see that's dylan told you you don't know mouth it's 185 120 <laughs> got 3.0 see no, i'm talking about the one who have 3.0 or better 120 of them Gotcha. Now, if it if it had to say 185 out of 185, I might would agree with you. But to say, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're gonna cheat, why not cheat all the way? It makes no sense to me. Because some people be lazy to cheat. Some people too lazy to cheat. Hey, Savannah State will host the 2022-2023 SIAC men's and women's basketball tournament. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's you know what I'm saying that's that's what's up with that. Um Langston's men's basketball team is is 13 and 0 and ranked number seven in the NAIA mm. polls. Did they cheat, Daniel? They cheated too to get the 13 and 0. They probably did. Well, I tell you. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah, I'll tell you, you ain't. You ain't. Um what's today? Today is the 28th. Yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday, yesterday. Ask Chuck if he know what yesterday was first. Yeah, yeah. Chuck. Chuck. <coughs> oh, excuse me, Chuck. Chuck, do I you know what we got to beat? Chuck, do you I know what's significant about yesterday? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chuck knows. I will see if he put it in the witch collar first. Chuck, do you know what's significant about yesterday? While we waiting on that, shout out to uh Benedict and uh, North Carolina Central. For tapping the uh HBCU polls for their respective divisions. Yes. D two mm-hmm. and uh FCS. 
Uh, Dalen said, "Nah, it's cool, man. Gonna let him do that one." What's wrong no, with it? Why y'all in bad about about the the man? man, we Why ain't doing that, man. Oh, I bet y'all was doing it in high school. I bet y'all was. No, my this. mom did it. We that didn't do that. Kwanzaa. Chuck's Kwanzaa. <laughs> Might have got him. Might have got him. That's funny. But yes, Chuck. Technically, you are right, Chuck. That's funny. That's funny. But nah, nah. Yesterday marked 130 years of HBCU football celebration. Uh, the first game was Biddle College, which is now Johnson C. Smith University and Livingston College back in December 27th, 1892. So, yes, yesterday marked 130 years. Hey, Been Chuck, around even, just a little hey, bit longer than Kwanzaa. Just a little Chuck, bit. It's the only thing that you – it's okay, bro. It's all right. Hey. Chuck, let me I ask you a perfect. question. Let me ask you a question. Is it suspicious – that 120 out of 185 <laughs> student athlete got a 3.0 or better. I'm just like, honestly, that's only like that's only like 66%. Like that, yeah. like that's like 95% or something, man. It's not percentage. Two out of three. That's not even saying that's a high percentage, bro. Two out of three, bro. No, it's not. That's, but that's, that's good for them. Kudos. Y'all don't discredit them. I'm just saying. You the one who discredited them. I right, quick question. Ain't a three, ain't a ain't a three point oh like a B average or yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah, average. Bruh. Bruh. He's a look, see, it is quite <laughs> he, he, But he laughing. He just playing. He trolling like you. <laughs> Hey, nah, but for real, kudos to them, man. That's that's impressive. That's impressive, but it's still yeah. suspicious. But yeah, it ain't suspicious. All right, man, fellas, y'all got anything else before we get up out of here and we get Happy New stuff? Year? No, I just want to say facts over opinions, baby. That's all I got. Facts over opinions. I like it. I don't uh, even know what that means. But that might right. be on the shirt soon too. Uh, we will. Uh, we'll be back uh, next time y'all see us. It'll be twenty twenty three, man. So, hey, find somebody you love. Uh, tell them you love them. Find hey, somebody make you some, don't love. Tell them go you make love some them. collard greens, some black eyed peas. Bring the new year in the right way. Make sure you go to church, you know, on New Year's Eve. Y'all know how we do it. Bring it in right. Y'all don't go to church on New Year's Eve? Bring the new year. Say a word, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My dad is watching. Yeah, I go. Oh, yeah. I didn't say a word. I just look. You don't go at. I'm don't just go? looking at the screen. Hey, listen. My favorite part of New Year's. What? I, I listen. I don't know about y'all. My favorite. My favorite New Year's tradition. Watch a drunk Don Lemon on CNN. That's my favorite. <laughs> drunk Don Lemon. You I, guess, can't I thought they said they was taking the liquor away this year. You. I don't Don know Lemon about that. Listen, and zesty. They took. <laughs> they took it away one year. Uh, they took it away one year. He came out with his uh his uh fiance or husband. I, I think he I don't know if I think it was before they got married. He came out with his fiance and they was kissing and stuff on, on screen. And then uh, the next year they was back with it. They brought the liquor back and uh he was out there twerking with the uh Mardi Gras people. <laughs> oh, so, it just said it just said they will have less alcohol. Man, that man gonna be lit. Right. Ain't no <laughs> that such man thing. gonna be lit. <laughs> I don't care what y'all hey drunk Don Lemon is the funniest person I've ever met. Or oh, I ain't gonna say met. Yeah, I've ever seen that dude is hilarious. But uh, again, For hey, sure. love on your people. For Tell sure. me, love them. Thanks, For sure, man.
Because uh, you never know, man. A lot of people's uh, life short, man. Right. A lot of people we, we thought would be here in 2020, 2022 didn't make it. So uh, yeah. I don't want to end on a somber note. Everybody be happy. Uh, <laughs> Chuck said, uh, drunk Don Lemon, LSU alumnus in Port Allenator. He was, he was. I think he had a 3.0. Anyone is suspicious at all. So nope. he's one of one. Yeah. Facts over opinions. If he had, if he had been, uh, if he had to play like, nah, no mind. All right, we're gonna get up out of here because, uh, you about to get us canceled. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. That's you see me being quiet. I ain't nothing. Hey, tune in to the Golden Boot tomorrow night uh, as we get ready to break down uh, the Purdue game. Uh, we also got other news to talk about, but we'll have on uh, some of our good friends from Behind the Rails uh, podcast, their Purdue podcast, uh, talking about uh, Purdue, what to expect from them, and uh, a little bit about the school because uh, it's a lot of people don't know. Hey, uh, hey don't forget. Keshawn Booty, we got Keshawn coming on tomorrow too. I'm joking. Man, I'm just speaking into existence. Don't undo that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, we finna go because he 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 messing up. He effing up. So. Joe right. Daniel Williams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might get the Daniel uh the Williams dance tomorrow too. Chill out. All right, like that we at. Who is swag? If ain't swag, who is swag? If I ain't swag, who is swag? If I ain't swag, who is swag, baby? Who is swag? Who is who is swag? Oh, who who who? I wake up motivated. I wake up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.